it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. So I'm supposed to take my son to play golf in like an hour, but 108 degrees. <laughs> come on, come, what? Come on. Not only that, not only do I have to worry about going out and uh, and playing golf in what really are potentially, uh, potentially dangerous uh, conditions, but apparently there's like killer grasshoppers attacking. I didn't even know what. All of a sudden, I checked the open mic messages and everyone's talking about these killer grasshoppers that are attacking people uh, apparently in Florida. I don't even know what. I've never even heard of these things. Another way to get rid of those huge grasshoppers is to get a squirt bottle. Fill it half to three quarters with water. The rest with any old kind of dish soap. Shake it slightly so it mixes together and you can squirt it directly on your plants. It won't hurt your plants at all, but it will kill the grasshoppers. All right, so apparently uh, taking a shotgun to them is not the way to go. Although I can't imagine uh, the, you know, that there's probably people out there doing that. There's like three-inch grasshoppers out there that are impossible to kill. What is going on? What is, what is, I mean, come on, forget the uh, immigrants at the border. Let's keep the grasshoppers out. That's what I, you know, this is why we need a space force. Space force. We need a space force to come in and get rid of these, uh, these evil creatures from beyond, which apparently, uh, which apparently are, are just too disgusting and vulgar for words. Oh, by the way, speaking of too disgusting and vulgar for words, did you hear about Peter Fonda? Fonda, who I'm going to be like, I mean no disrespect by this, all right? I mean no disrespect by this statement, but I sincerely, sincerely thought Peter Fonda was dead. I mean, I had no idea the guy was still even alive, let alone that he had a Twitter account. But, uh, you know, Easy Rider himself, Peter Fonda, he's the Easy Rider. I think he won an Oscar or was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, whatever. This is like his big, he's got some new movie coming out tomorrow. Um, but he, man, he was, <laughs> he was angry. I'm very angry about what was going on at the border. President Trump, by the way, signed an executive order, uh, regarding the border. Hey, that rhymed. And, um, so now they, they will not be separating parents from kids at the border anymore, which I get it. There's so many questions, and every time I say something, it just brings to mind more questions. So the executive order reads that we will uh, we will no longer separate children from their parents. Okay, but the parents are still going to go to prison. So does that mean that now the kids are going to go to prison with their parents? Does that mean that everybody's going to be put in some kind of uh, holding cell while the parents await their prosecution for crossing the border illegally? Because I'll be honest with you. I feel like the converted Walmart with the cheeseburgers and fries and television and free school and Xbox games is a much better place for children to be while their parents are being prosecuted. But again, what the heck do I know? I thought Peter Fonda was dead. Obviously, I'm not obviously I'm not hip to what's going on in the world. Uh, So that but anyway, that's this. That's the scenario. According to Donald Trump now, there will be no more separation of families at the border. So everybody goes to jail. I mean, the Democrats got what they wanted. Now, instead of kids separated from their children, they have kids in prison. All right, cool. Uh, congrats, congratulations on that. So Peter Fonda.
Peter Fonda really upset by this whole thing, and he took to Twitter because that's what people do nowadays. They take to Twitter and they tweet something awful and then they delete it, but it's too late because it's already been screenshotted and shared five bajillion times. And then they have a rep give some kind of statement. Then they lose some kind of, uh, you know, endorsement deal or movie deal. Or if you're Roseanne Barr, your entire TV show, whatever it is, you know, hundreds of people get fired. Uh, so, so listen to what he tweeted. He tweeted really something, I mean, really horrible. I mean, I'll be honest, it's just really super horrible about Baron Trump. And I can't read all of it. I can't read all of it because I, I checked with the lawyers. I said, hey, can I read this tweet on the air? And they said, yes, if you'd like it to be your last broadcast. So I'm going to read you the parts I can. But Peter uh, Peter Fonda, he wrote in all caps, I should point out, which if you're not familiar with online speak, all caps means you're yelling in anger. OK, so he wrote, we should rip Baron Trump. From his mother's arms, this is the president's son, we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if mother will stand up against the giant word censored she is married to. 90 million people in the streets on the same weekend in the country and then Another word that I can't read. But he's here's what he's suggesting. Ripping Baron Trump from Melania Trump's arms. Taking a child, ripping her from her mother, and putting him in a cage. And for some reason, adding with pedophiles. So that's what he tweeted out, which is basically kidnapping. It's a threat against the president's son. Uh, it's a threat against Melania Trump. I mean, she ain't, no, <laughs> she ain't no schlub. She called the Secret Service. She said, you need to go investigate this bastard. He's out here threatening to kidnap my son, put him in a cage with pedophiles. The hell's wrong with this guy? But he wasn't done. That was just tweet one of three. All three, however, have since been deleted. The second one, and they get progressively worse. The second one was about Sarah Sanders, who we all know Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the president's uh, press secretary. SS, <laughs> he writes SS, and then he puts in parentheses Sarah Sanders. Which he could have just written Sarah Sanders. Anyway, uh, Sarah Sanders is a lying word deleted. Starts with a G. It, it's another word for a C. It's just too horrible to read. Uh, Sarah Sanders is a lying blank. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going out of order. All right, let me start with a Christian Nielsen tweet. So then he tweets about Christian Nielsen. She is a lying blank that should be put in a cage. And poked at by passersby. The disgusting word should be pilloried in Lafayette Square naked and whipped by passersby while being filmed for posterity. This is something that is, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm gonna, when I read this and I think about the, the, kind of, the kind of creativity it takes to come up with something so terrible and awful and horrible. I mean, what's happening at the border where children are being taken from their children, from their parents, they're being put into a place that is, you know, as suitable as can be for the situation at hand. What he's suggesting, what kind of demented mind does it, does it take to come up with what he's suggesting uh, we do to Christian Nielsen is way worse than what's being, I mean, I hope to God happening to anyone anywhere in the entire world putting her in a cage and poked at by passerbys, whipped naked by passerbys by, while being filmed for posterity. This is this is Peter Fonda. These are his tweets. And then the Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweet uh, where he writes, she too. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, it's just uh, there's so much commentary on it. I have to 
And, and again, he has deleted all of these. Here we go. SS is a lying blank, too, and blank is much worse than a blank. He goes into descriptions about how much uh, he hates these people. Maybe we should take her children away and deport her to Arkansas and give her children to Stephen Goebbels Miller for safekeeping. So this guy clearly, clearly really upset and also uh, also you know, off his rocker. Now, he has apologized. His reps have apologized. Uh, you know, he had to come out with some kind of statement saying that he was just very angry and upset. And I mean, but I'm going to be honest with you. He's still here's a couple of things that show just how just how disgusting this issue is uh, from the side from the standpoint of the Democratic Party. A couple of things that, that resonate with this whole situation. First of all, Peter Fonda is uh, is able to tweet these things. They're able to live on Twitter for an extended period of time. In fact, Twitter didn't delete any of them. He deleted them himself after he started to get uh, after he started to get some backlash from people. But that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that he's got this movie coming out tomorrow and Sony Pictures has not removed him from the movie, canceled the movie, said we're no longer going to show this movie like they did with Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr, they basically, they ripped her off of television. Yet Peter Fonda's movie still slated to come out uh, as of 12 midnight tonight. And he's still on Twitter. He's still able to have an account after writing these terrible, horrible things about the president's own son. I mean, is that not a double standard? There have been people on the right who've been banned for Twitter for 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 dumber reasons, for not threatening anyone, for, quote unquote, fake news, perpetuating uh, stories about, you know, pizza parlors and whatnot. These people were banned from Twitter because they were they were claiming to uh, report news that was just uh, did some kind of conspiracy theory. And here you have somebody using Twitter to to threaten kidnapping and terrible, horrible things and call these women in a position of power, these awful names. Get He's still got an account. He probably even got a million more followers. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 uh, is the number if you want to get through or you can leave me an open mic message. Got to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of the Marque Show next on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> uh, Space Force. Where is it? Oh, no. I lost it. Oh, no. Here it is. Wait. You should be hearing it. Why are we hearing that? Oh, well. Never mind. We'll figure it out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hey, uh, what's up? This is the Marque Show. And uh, I'm, try- I'm evidently having some technical difficulties. I don't know why, but, you know, that happens from time to time, especially when you're as unskilled and uh, unqualified as I am. Oh, wait, maybe this is it. Space Force. There we go. There we go. That took a long time for very little, very little payoff. Uh, 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is my number. And uh, you know, I was looking through Peter Fonda's credits to see how many of his movies I'd actually seen. And I think it's just Easy Rider. I think that's the only one. Although he did do the voice of some criminal in... Um, in uh, one of the, uh, what is it, uh, the video games, the uh, Grand Theft Auto video games. And I know that I played that at least once. I know that, which is probably where he gets some of his ideas, because those video games, man, those things are hardcore. Uh, let's let's go to the phone, though, because we have a couple comments. One about Peter Fonda. Bill is uh, on Atlantic Boulevard. Bill, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say about Peter Fonda and his crazy tweets? Good morning, and uh, happy first day of summer. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, and 108 degrees today, so we're all excited about it. Maybe our last day of summer, too, if it gets any hotter. Uh, what do you want yeah, to say, Bill? I, I would just like to say that when crazy leftist liberal Hollywood elites like Peter Fonda and Robert De Niro say crazy things either on stage or in, you know, on Twitter, it just confirms to me how truly unhinged the left really is, and they and they can't debate in the arena of ideas. All they can go to is horrible comments about a child. Uh, just think if, if a conservative would have made a comment about Barack Obama's children. I mean, yeah. The world would have blown up, but uh, I mean, I, I I feel like a lot of conservatives did, and they had they had even worse uh, they had even worse problems uh, befall them. But you know, and, and you bring up a great point. I appreciate the call, Bill. And coming up here in just a minute, uh, you know, the, the the problem is that when you when you look at the left, like the thing that happened with uh, Christian Nielsen when she went out to that Mexican restaurant, which again was probably a poor choice of food, uh, you know, the food ethnicity uh, based on what was going on in the world. But she goes out to this Mexican restaurant in D.C. and uh, and it. We found out it was a Department of Justice staffer and some other people basically went to her and started protesting while she was eating dinner, saying, if these kids have no peace, then you're not going to get any peace either. And this is the tactic that the uh, that the Democrats and that the left and the liberals, they always bring forth. It's it's the tactic of the soundbite or the social media clip. It's the tactic of, uh, you know, let's get on TV because they will. In fact, there are two other things that happened uh, very recently that show this is the way they do battle one of them is the latest time magazine cover and the other is a stunt from our very own senator bill nelson who that guy that guy's got to go well i'll tell you all about him next on news 104.5 wokv this is the mark k show we'll be right back 105 degrees come on jared beatenbaugh 105 degrees all i can say is thank god for beer man that's thank god for beer because it's gonna be wow well, I, and this is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. I appreciate you joining me today. At 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is our number. And, you know, we're talking about the, uh, the reaction now to the immigration crisis because it's ongoing. Donald Trump signed the executive order that will, uh, that will keep families together. Again, I mean, I just, I don't understand, I don't understand a lot of things. I don't understand why keeping families together in prison is better than separating the children from their parents when the parents have to go to prison. Like, if my, here's the thing, if my dad, not that he would, but let's say my parents did something illegal and I was with them and they took me, you know, they took my parents into custody and they said, okay, we're also taking you, you're going to go into this holding pen with your family. I'd be like, what did I do? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't I'm I didn't want to come here. I didn't want to get arrested. I'm not the one that hauled up, you know, and left left my homeland or committed any kind of crime. I'm not the one that paid the coyotes. I'm a kid. You know what? Uh, given the choice, you can go and be in prison with your parents. And again, maybe some people are closer to their family than I am. But, but if someone said, hey, you can go stay with your parents in jail or you could come here and have cheeseburgers every day and play Xbox games, I would choose cheeseburgers and Xbox. Again, my family and I may be not as close as some others, but uh, but that's just that's just me. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Bill. Bill's been holding very patiently. Bill, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hey, Mark, love the show. You got a lot oh, of insight, and you mix it with some humorous wit. Very refreshing. 
Oh, wow. I appreciate it. I would say it's more the other way around. I have a lot of humorous wit and very little insight. But whatever. <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of me I works just, the same uh, way. I have to echo what the last caller said. I mean, to me, the the left's reaction, them losing their minds, is to me it's encouraging. And it's not just with this Twitter thing with Peter Fonda or the De Niro thing or the countless other things, the NFL kneeling. To me, it tells me the left has lost control and they're desperate. They're showing their true colors. And it's been going on since we've elected this president and it's going to continue. But you know what? He's tough and he's not going to back down. He's not going to apologize. And I'm encouraged by it. You're encouraged by all the mayhem on Levy. You know, you bring up an interesting point, too. And a lot of times I think what happens is, and thanks so much for your call. I do appreciate it. And I do appreciate you listening. I think a lot of times what happens is people on the left will do and say these inflammatory things and they'll, they'll act in a way they'll go out and they'll protest and they'll, they'll, they'll you know, encounter people in, at Mexican restaurants and scream and yell at them or in movie theaters or they'll go on Twitter and they'll say, you should be publicly flogged nakedly and we should record and people can can poke you and your children will be ripped and put with pedophiles and cages and whatever else peter fun all this stuff they do it and i feel like they think they're making a positive impact i feel like they think they're standing up for something by doing it but in the end i think it discourages future voters and future members of those parties from joining that part like they see the way these people act and they go I don't want to be associated with that lunatic. I mean, my, you know, I look to my kids. My, my kids are very young and, you know, I try to influence them as much as I can in a fair way. Uh, I'm like the Fox News of parenting, but basically they see for themselves. Like they know what's going. They're not, you know, they're not idiots. They're my kids. They get, they have some brains and they see what's going on. And when they see people yelling and screaming and protesting on the street and acting like maniacs, they go, whoa, that person that person's very angry or that person's crazy and they do not want us they want to be with fun happy people they want to enjoy their life they want to be with people who do good and and and, you know and help others and they want to make money because they understand the importance of money and they you know they understand that there's bad and evil in the world but the the way these people are reacting to what they consider to be bad and evil is wrong and, you know, they, they even see, like, they, the Robert De Niro thing, my kids were watching the Tony Awards because they like uh, music and dancing. And what was it? There was, um, was a SpongeBob SquarePants. The musical was up for some awards. So we were watching that number. And then all of a sudden, Robert De Niro comes out and, like, you know, the, they cut out the, the words that he says because they're bas- it's all just basically profanity. And my kids are like, why did, what, you know, why don't we hear what he says? What did, what did he say? I'm like, he said a bad word. About the president. And they don't want to. They're like, what? Why would you do that? Why would somebody do that? And then I have to explain it to them. And it pushes them farther away. And I can't imagine that that's not. I'm the only person. I, I have to think that there's a whole bunch of teenagers out there and even preteens, tweens, even little kids. And they're watching this stuff unfold, man. They're seeing what's happening. And, yeah, the little girl that they put on Time magazine, which I'll get to here in just a minute. Is it's sad. It's sad for anybody to see that kind of girl crying and they understand what's happening, you know, but at the same time, they don't want to be associated with the, the lunatic fringe that is on the other side of the issue. I mean, who would want to? Does it not dissuade you from wanting to join that group? 
then the Republicans have their own problems because they can't even get together and decide an issue. They've got two bills today in the uh, in the Congress on immigration. Two bills. Tell me the last time two of anything on the same issue got passed. Never. They're basically splitting the votes before they even start. This is how ridiculous the Republican Party's become. The Republican Party, instead of being unified and as crazy and lunatic based as they are, the Democrats at least are centered, centered around one specific issue, and that is we hate the president. They all you, you can go to Congress, you can go to the Senate, you can go to the media, you can go on the talk shows. You could walk into any DNC meeting anywhere in the country. You could just probably just stop any of your friends who are Democrats and say, hey, do you hate the president? Every single one of them is going to say, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's our unifying. That's, you know, they send out emails. That's their mantra. Hate Trump. Hate Trump. That is what gets them going. And God love them. It, you know, it works for them. It keeps them unified as a party. The Republicans. They got whole other issues. They can't get together on immigration. They can't get together on health care. They can't get together on the president. Half of them hate the president. Half of them support the president. Some of them are in the middle. Some of them supported the president, but they can't support the president on this issue. And then all of a sudden there's an election. The president comes into town and says, kick them out of here. And guess what? They're gone. It's more. I mean, both parties have been showing their ridiculousness. And this immigration issue is is it, it puts a magnifying glass on all of it. There's no winner in this issue. The, the, this immigration debate at the border has no winner. The left is losing because you have these tweets coming out uh, from from uh, Peter Fonda. You have the uh, Gail King at the border trying to to establish falsehoods and everybody she's interviewing saying basically no, that's not true. You're lying. Now, the poor kids who are living in the Walmart with the Xbox video games and the cheeseburgers are going to be with their parents in a probably less than cool facility the border guards are still turning people away donald trump he's not any more unpopular than he was he signed the executive order he stopped it a lot of people think he started it which he didn't they hated donald trump before he signed the executive order and they'll hate him afterward and now you've got the republicans in congress who thought it was a brilliant idea to introduce not one but two bills neither one of which is going to get passed there is no winner in this issue there is no winner, and there's a whole bunch of losers. Bruce is on the west side. Uh, Bruce, thanks so much for calling uh, the Marquee Show. What do you want to say, Bruce? I was just uh, curious as to how fast all these liberals are going to start packing up, moving up to Canada now that they can uh, freely smoke their pot and maybe it'll get rid of some of the trouble for us if they uh, fulfill their promise to move to Canada when Trump was elected. <laughs> I forget. You know what? That's brilliant. That's brilliant, Bruce. You're right. They all said when Trump was going to get elected, they were going to move, and they didn't. Well, now that pot's legal. Maybe that's the straw that's going to that's going to break the camel's back. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. Between Donald Trump being president of the United States and marijuana being legalized in Canada, I mean, come on. Why? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. More people aren't packing up their bags and moving there. It's, you know what it is? It's the winters. They realize that it's cold as you know what. As hot as it is here today, it's cold as it is there in Canada. Uh, I should know. Also, my, the free health care. My father, I have to tell you, you know, a lot of you know I was born in Canada and my father recently moved back. He was here for years, like 30, 40 years. 
Uh, he mo- I moved him to Florida when his health started deteriorating. Put him up at the Camellia Deerwood. You know, very nice establishment. He lived there. We sent him to the doctor. He got cancer. Uh, you know, they worked it out. He got all this treatment. Finally, one day he looks at me. He goes, I'm going to go back to Canada and I'm going uh, to move, you know, because my sister's there. And he goes, I'm going to move back to Canada. And I said, why? And he said, because they have free health care. And I said, you never go to the doctor anyway. I got to drag your ass to the doctor anyway. What do you care if they have free health care? And he goes, no, it's free health care. It'll be cheaper. I'm still a citizen, so I'm going to go back. So he moves back to Canada. He goes to his doctor's visit. He waits two hours. He gets into a cubicle. The doctor literally drops his file all over the floor. The papers go everywhere. He can overhear the person in the next cubicle talking about their eczema or, you know, the, 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 the liquid dripping out of their body parts. And they can hear what's going on with him. He, the place smells. He leaves with no medication, no course of treatment, no prescriptions, goes back to his room. I call him up. I go, when are you going back to the doctor? He goes, I'm never going back there. It's horrible. <laughs> so this is, I I mean, this is, you know, people get, they, they get caught up. Uh, they're always chasing something better. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. More of your phone calls next on News 1045. Uh, WOKV. Marque, you just created a new game. You just said it yourself on the radio. When it's 105 degrees now, it's beer time. Yeah, it sounds like a great game. Although I'm not, there's no way I'm just going to wait till 105 degrees. But to me, you know, as soon as the show's over in like four minutes, it's beer time. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Let's go to James. James has been uh, holding very patiently in Jacksonville. James, thanks for calling. What do you want to say today? You are welcome. I just wanted to say that I agree with you that the acidic rant that people tend to espouse on the left side is very off-putting, but that's too. To people who are rational, and if they are raising kids in that environment, they think that's the normal way to correspond with people. And you know, that's a good point. You're right. I mean, look, the left, they're going to breed more of their own. Uh, but I think for, for people that are free thinkers or not politically involved or their parents aren't politically invo- evolved, uh, involved <laughs> or evolved, <laughs> I guess either way it works. You know, for those people that have to make a choice on their own based on what they see, it's going to be it's going to be a turnoff. And a lot of these immigrants coming in, too, let's you know, let's not assume that every single immigrant is going to be a Democrat. The Democrats like to assume that. And sure, they can. They they can provide a lot of free stuff and pay these people off for their votes. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, a very famous immigrant, came into the he always you know, he has this story that he always tells. Why is he a Republican? He's a Republican because he was working out at the gym, trying to get all pumped up, trying to get all trying to get all swole. And uh, he's on TV. He's watching President Nixon talk about China and talk about this. And he sees this strength. And and what he's saying makes sense. And he goes, he goes, uh, what these these man? And one of the guys in the gym said he's a Republican. He goes, then I too will be Republican. And he was. And or, I mean, I guess he still is technically. Although now he's kind of like one of those California, California uh, Republicans. It, it, it's, it's just kind of, you know what? It's just kind of one of those quirky things. But if you think about it, if you think about what happens, you're going to see more and more people turning away from the Democratic Party because they don't want to be associated with this. The Time Magazine cover is another great example. They took this picture of this tiny little girl and they took a picture of Donald Trump looking down at her and they put on a red cover. It says, Welcome to America. And it's so tabloid, it's so ridiculous, it's so negative. I mean, who's attracted to that kind of stuff? 
You know, who's attracted to that kind of it's the way they play politics. They they use the media who they know is going to be their friend. You know, Time magazine, if they put as much time and effort into reporting actual news as they did into coming up with tabloid trash covers for their magazine, they would probably sell a lot more magazines. Three four oh one oh four five. Dale is in Orange Park. Uh Dale, thank you so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Dale's gone? Oh, I guess, well, you know, maybe it's beer time. That's all right. Uh, you know, I should probably, I should probably get going today, uh, too, because, because I gotta go play golf in 108 degree weather with my son, because I promised him I would. Hey, listen, stay tuned for the news, followed by Rush Limbaugh. And then tomorrow at 11 a.m., we will have the latest and the greatest information for you right here on the Mark K Show. Plus, uh, since tomorrow's Friday, we're going to have some week in review spelling bee, uh, which is going to be very exciting. So start brushing up. If, I'm, if I were you, I would learn how to spell Christian Nielsen because it could be worth a uh, WOKV travel coffee mug for you. <laughs> All right. I'm out. Thanks for, uh, for listening. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.